0: For the Goren Moore podcast.
1: Yeah, we're gonna have a good time. We're going on up. A ball break uh, walking uh, in and in the moonlight and the moon. We'll be the sweets all there. I swear we we'll never fart. We're going on up.
2: Welcome to the Gore and More Podcast. I am your guest host, Heather slasher slut die. With me is Tyler Robofuck Roebuck. Gorehounds. Scuba Steve Vasquez.
0: What
3: is going on, Gorehounds? Glad to be back.
2: And Brody Kane, TJ's doppelganger, kangabanger from down under.
3: Howdy, howdy, let's get fucking ready. What happened to the explosions? They were supposed to be explosions and Brody came out. What <laughs> about no,
4: It's happened? not great things, uh, Damn it. Damn it.
2: It is a pleasure to oh, be with simple. you all tonight for this special fan cast takeover episode.
3: Yes, yes, yes.
2: So TJ in his infinite wisdom decided for the 100th, that's right, 100th episode, he would let the fans take over. So this is going to be a true shit show.
3: An extreme true shit show. Oh yeah, definitely.
2: But uh, hey, Brody, before we get into it, what's it time for?
1: Yo, it's love, it's motherfucking love. Woo.
0: Robo fuck. Oh, not much new here. Work, sleep, shit, drink beer. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> hell yeah. Uh, got a roof over my deck basically just hitting the hitting the the episodes on the gore and more lately and just doing some research some homework and that's about it very nice how about Um, you brody
4: um yeah just bulk amounts of work uh especially in these dark times with uh covid it's nothing much we can really do down this way um so I've just been watching nothing but bulk amounts of films like, um, oh, I got the uh, Exorcist Three Director's Cut, an amazing nice. film. If you haven't seen it, i suggest you check it out. However, I do prefer the theatrical version. Um, they, they, they throw some uh, rushes and all that in the Director's Cut. Um, some, yeah, like, because it was meant to be titled Legion, like on uh, the Director's Book. So... It was really cool to see his vision for that and the studio's vision, but I think the studio took a better, better turn for that one. But yeah, um, not much really. Yeah, just work and watch movies, pretty much. What about you, Scooter Steve?
3: Well, um, same thing, man. Just working and trying to stay free of COVID. You know, I, I work for a school, so we're we're trying to prepare for when uh, the students come back. So we're completely sanitizing everything in the school right now and making sure that everything is perfect for social distancing. And, you know, it's, you know, they're doing remote learning right now, but, you know, a lot of kids are anxious to come back. So we're just trying to get ready for them when they come back. So that's all that's really going on with work. I did start doing Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. So my chunky butt will no longer be chunky. I'm dying guys. I am dying. I almost died. Literally. I'm not even, I am not even over exaggerating. I almost died. The first class I went to, I couldn't breathe. I, and finally, when I caught my breath, I stood up and I was like, okay, I got this. I'm going back into class. I almost passed out. So I was like, you know what? I tap out. I'll see y'all next week. I'll be back next week. Um, and then I did watch, I did watch the new Bill and Ted movie, which was excellent. yeah! I loved it. I fucking yes. loved it. Um, Lots of nostalgia in that movie, lots of throwbacks. Um, but it reminded me a lot of the stuff that they said in the Jay and Silent Bob reboot about reboots and remakes and, you know, just kind of that kind of stuck in my head. And I was like, this is literally the perfect reboot of the Bill and Ted series if they continue to, you know, make other films. But it was really good. It was a really good movie. But that's it, man. You know, just uh, like you said, watching movies and trying to survive. Heather, what have you been up to?
2: Um, so Saturday, I got to take my boat out for the first time in like got kind of three weeks because I've been going camping in Pennsylvania and uh, went to the beach down in Hatteras the same time that the tropical storm came through. But I won't get into that. Um, but so that was great to see my boat again. She missed me. And uh, I went to a waterfront restaurant and I'm sitting at the bar with my friend and this woman comes in. And she's like going up to everybody, is that your boat at the end of the pier? Is that your boat at the end of the pier? And I was like, I'm not at the end, I'm in a slip. And she and like, she was just like freaking out. And then I heard her saying, it's sinking. And I was like,
1: oh, what damn. the
2: fuck? So I jump up, I run outside. She was feeding birds and she had dropped her bag of bread. And she was so upset that she was littering that she's going around the entire bar trying to find somebody who has a boat hook so she can get this bag out of the water. And she, like, freaked, freaked me out, made me think my fucking boat is sinking.
3: Wow. That's fucking insane. Did she get her bread, though? Did she get her bread?
2: So, Oh, okay. Well, so to finish off the story, so be- by the time I got out there, it had already drifted. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry, you know. But then I was so stressed out, I ended up smoking a cigarette with my friend. I'm not a smoker. But so we were standing out there for a little bit, and then I looked over, and I realized it was coming right up on the, the pier next door because there's another bar right next door. So I was like, fuck, I grabbed my boat hook. I run all the way down the pier, run through the parking lot to the other bar, run down their pier so I can get this fucking thing for her. Because when I saw it, I was like, now I got to Oh
3: well, damn! At least you got it for her. Yeah. So I was your,
1: like, I was like the a hero. Hey.
3: <laughs> definitely good deed for the rest of the year.
1: That's, that's right.
3: Really, too much running. <laughs>
1: So, you're
2: like
0: 2020. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so, other than that, working and uh, catching up on some old Gore movies that I hadn't seen. And then today, I got home from work and was pleasantly surprised to find this in my mailbox.
3: Ooh, oh, Marcus. nice.
1: Santa.
2: Signed copy by Adam Marcus of Secret Santa. Ah. And I've Hell never yeah. seen. I haven't seen it. I had no way to to get to it. So this will be my first time watching it.
4: Nice. It's a good film. Really great film.
2: Really exciting. Um, awesome. Yeah.
4: Awesome.
2: So that, yeah, that's my slice of life, I guess.
4: Hell yeah. Very nice. <laughs> nice life.
2: So we were gonna kind of go through some more history. We made a list of uh some important episodes. Um, does anybody want to start off
3: with some of the first few episodes here? So we're, we're, we're going to go through the gore and more <coughs> excuse me, sorry, the Gorenmore timeline. Right. So this is from the first episode all the way to episode, what are we on? We're 100 We're 100. We're yeah. 100. I mean. Yeah.
2: But we're not going to I'm going to go ahead school. and review
3: this one as it'd be possible. All right. All right, this is this is an awesome, awesome episode. Um, so I guess I'll go ahead and uh, I'll start off with the first few um, and we can go from there. Let me see, actually somebody else start off. <laughs> I take that back because.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler, I nominate you. Oh, yes. <clears throat> pressure recommend? is on. Are we going,
0: okay with number one the town that dreaded sundown oh i love that movie oh man it was it was so good i loved the way that that movie was was portrayed as like documentary style or like you would see in like unsolved mysteries yes you know where they have the uh, just that that feel of of uh what what's the word dramatization yeah yep I, I love the way that that movie just feels and just pushes that idea along. And it was such a great episode, too.
2: Really? Yeah.
0: And it was a great first one to start with.
2: I have a very differing opinion on
3: that. <laughs> well, I mean, and, and it's, it's, it's kind of a good episode for them to start with, mainly because not only is it a movie, but it actually happened. You know what I mean? Like, it, right. it's based on true events, they never caught the dude. I mean, and what better way to kick off a podcast than with a horror movie that actually occurred. You know what I mean? So I think that was a good, yeah. strong start.
4: Oh, hell yeah. And I might throw a little bit of a side note in there. The remake of that they did on that episode, that was great too, because it yeah. also ties in with the first. Like, it's not just a remake. It's a remake and sequel like Evil Dead 2. Yeah. And I think that was really good to hear Um TJ and that talk more so about that part of the film, how you could take it either way, like it's its own film or leads on to the sequel. And I, I don't know, I just, and it's cool how they brought some of the kills back as well. You know, it just didn't feel like that. Or it was, yeah, it was, I thought it was a really different and cool idea. I know it's sort of along the lines of the screen. I don't know, did, did you feel that? It was sort of a bit like Scream a little bit in some parts. Yeah, I could yeah, make yeah. it a little bit meta. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I I really enjoyed both the episodes. I thought they were great.
1: Right. So, and, and the film.
4: The film was great too. Right.
2: Absolutely. So in regards to the, the podcast aspect of it, so Chad will tell you this and TJ probably the same. It was, like, boring. Like they didn't know what they were doing yet. I mean, yeah. Chad in his notes he sent me. He said that that episode was like an audio book. It was like yeah. they walked. <laughs> yeah, it was <laughs> like they told you like from like you know every single like footstep. It was like they gave you the blocking or whatever for like the entire movie. It yeah. was like an audio book. Yeah. So yeah, I would not say it was a good. Podcast. Episode. Well, not that it, you know, and, and, and,
3: and
1: yeah, of course,
3: but every everybody has to have their start, you know what exactly, I mean? And they, exactly, And they, they started with that, and, you know, and, and the whole audiobook aspect, you know, regardless of that, they had an idea, and from that first episode, it just, you know, progressed yep. and progressed until they finally got the formula down, and boom, and now we have 100 episodes of more and more, you know? And yeah. they can guess, I mean every episode that i have seen and i've come in very late you know in, in, into this gore and more game but every episode that i have seen i mean it, it's like watching four of my friends you know just yep. sit there and shoot the shit about movies you know and and it's it, it started very very humbly but now it's grown into something that i think you know we all love
1: you know yeah
2: yep. so it's, i mean absolutely. It's amazing just from, like, I mean, obviously, like you were saying, it grew and grew and grew, but just from episode one to episode two, the change was huge. It was like, they, they listened to it afterwards and they're like, what is it? They were like, this is not going to work. And just like the, because yeah. I just listened to the burning just like a week or two ago. Yeah. And it, and that was like dramatic, dramatic difference for sure. Yeah.
0: After they got their feet wet, they had a feel of where they wanted to go and and how they sounded. So that was one giant leap.
2: Great. Right. Oh yeah, and they brought um, Wes not craving pain <laughs> in on that, and he's definitely got um, got a good personality. He's got a lot of lot of humor that he brought in there as well. They had a good dynamic going. Yep. <clears throat> so, you want to say anything about the burning?
4: Um. Mm-hmm. Oh. Young Costanza. Oh, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And
2: I don't Tom know. Tom. Glazer. Of the, the
4: what? Oh, God. Glazer. That. Glazer, oh. the ultimate douche. Yeah. Yes. Oh, God
2: damn
4: it. <laughs> oh. No. Um, yeah, you know, uh, no. Tom Savini's work on this film is nothing more than. Fucking a masterpiece! Like his work in every film, I think's great. Um, I, th- I honestly reckon this film was what when he was in his prime, um, making this. And I think I watched a behind the scenes featurette. Well, not a not behind the scenes. It was more so an interview with Tom Savini talking about his years of work, and he mentions the burning, and he goes, "Honestly, I was when I was doing the burn makeup on um, on the villain." Um, I was picturing it back to being when I was in the war, I would see dead corpses of burned victims and that was just what I was imaging, uh, trying to imitate over the face of, um, uh, uh, what's his name? I can't even can't remember it. his name. Yeah, that's it, yeah. So it, it's really interesting that all his work over the years is based off real-life um, killings from the war and all that sort of stuff. So it's pretty gnarly when you think about it. Um, but yeah, it's really interesting um, how his mind works, and I think Savini was at, at the height of his game at that time, pretty much.
2: Yeah. Absolutely. So next, um, they did a double header for for Silent Night, Deadly Night one and two, and that was a lot of fun. Both I, I enjoyed both the movies, and I really enjoyed the podcast. Obviously, two is not a good movie, but it was still fun to watch.
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs> well the the second film is basically the first film just with 40 minutes of extra well something different at the end of it pretty much but it's <laughs> yeah.
0: recapping. yep with all Sorry. the recap that's exactly what it is
4: <laughs> yeah
0: definitely a fun time though like you know the boys have always said you know even if it's a, a shit movie or if it's not par, it's still fun to talk about and dive deep into these movies and mm-hmm. i mean with with those two yeah like you said you know it's basically a recap and then they added some other stuff that's a really good example of why they put the two together and had one show one episode for these but it made for a great episode
4: yeah yeah exactly it's it's always fun yeah as, as you said like if the if the movie is terrible it's always good to hear tj and all them sort of take the piss out of it um and make it their own and quotable too like how many times do you hear, like, garbage day on the garbage show? Day. <laughs> garbage day! <laughs> garbage day, so, yeah. And and that's pretty much the only reason I watched it was because of that quote. I just kept hearing it on the show. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like, And I'm like, to TJ on the show, I'm like, what's garbage day from? He's like, have you not fucking seen um, Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 2? I'm like, nah. But I will now. But no, I loved, great.
2: I loved how they, um, when they were just, like, you know, shitting around talking, at the end they were like, we should get Eric Freeman to do the More intro.
4: <laughs> <laughs> That'd be cool. I'm uh,
2: Eric Freeman and this is More.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I like that. <laughs> they should still do that.
1: Yeah, I, I've, I've never
3: seen I, 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 and it, I'm, I'm sad, it's sad to say, I've never seen Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 1 or 2 I may have seen it maybe when I was like way younger and I just, I don't remember it really, you know? Um, But I know, I know what the movie's about. I just, it's one of those ones that I just, I haven't seen it in a, in a long time, you know? Um, If I, if I've even seen it, like I, I remember seeing the cover, you know, when we used to go rent VHS back in the day, I remember seeing the cover for it, but I, I don't remember ever sitting there and watching it. Like paying attention watching it. You know what I mean? Definitely something I need to check out.
2: The first yeah. one gets you three or four really nice tits. Just, just, oh, very
3: nice. Very yeah. nice. That's always uh, a good yeah. thing. <laughs> Scoop love the titties.
4: Titty, <laughs> titty, bang, bang. Marvelous.
2: All right. So we were going to. Jump ahead to April Fool's Day. I've never seen that one. Chad had mentioned it. It was episode 10, and he mentioned it because Man. they had um, Alex Probst on it. Did, do any of you know anything about that? I didn't see it or, or watch the podcast.
3: I did not see that episode. Uh,
2: no?
4: No. I haven't, okay. I haven't seen it. I haven't heard it. No.
3: Okay. I've seen the movie. The movie this is a horrible movie.
0: <laughs> yes. Well then yeah. I, I listened to the podcast, but I didn't see the movie at the time. And then after that I got the opportunity to watch it. And yeah, their review is was, was spot on. Yeah. And it was just ugh.
3: you know, because there's some there's some ratings that they give to films sometimes and I'm just like, what? No, like that should be a little bit higher. Come on, guys. But this one, <laughs> it should be a little bit lower. Come on, guys. They give it a 1.6. They give it a 1.6. It should be like a one. <laughs>
2: um all right any comments on the dentist that was episode 15 it was actually the last one they had with uh with Wes before we moved on to you know start working with johnny
0: i know chad Uh. was just so disappointed and hated this movie so severely i remember i still
2: haven't seen it but i remember chad saying it
0: not that bad. I've seen worse. That that was my point that I was getting at. I've seen so much worse garbage out there, but I mean, it wasn't, it was, you know, it was over the top, you know, acting and this and that. I, I, I found it to be more kind of on the goofy end of things than anything else. But yeah, that's kind of how that episode ran. I mean, you just mentioned it today and then you mentioned the, the sequel or whatever and the, the tagline was Brace yourself!
2: Oh yeah!
3: And then the first episode, first episode we had with Big Johnny D was one of my favorite films. Oh, hands down, one of the best movies ever made. And I saw your post today, Brody. I saw your post. I saw that, and I was like, I agree, I agree, one thousand percent. The Crow, and they gave it a four. (sighs) A four, what four point two five?
4: Yeah. Uh, ah, yeah. uh, uh, That shit five. needs to go higher.
3: That's five, a five point five. 5. Five. five. We're five. changing it. We're changing Gordon history. The crow gets a fu- fuck. it. The crow gets a ten. Gets a ten. <laughs> give it a fucking ten. Fuck yeah. But fuck, sure, that's, yeah. The, that's the first episode we got with Big Johnny D. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you have? Did you guys watch that episode? Oh yeah. Yes. Yes.
2: Well, that was still audio, but yeah. Yeah.
3: How do you how do you think Johnny changed the dynamic,
0: if at all, of the show at that point? The group was expanding. I mean, it it just seemed, and there seemed to be a better flow. Yeah, I mean, just to be plain and simple, like that, there was a better flow. I think. I mean, Johnny just fit that spot so perfect.
4: Yes, yes, one hundred percent. He's got this character about him that I think everyone just sort of like sticks to him like glue and feeds off him. Like he's just got that sense of humour, I think. And it was, it was interesting to hear Johnny's uh, point of view coming in on that film because he's um, also, he's got the same dynamic as TJ and all them with what he thinks about the films, but it's also fun to hear his little spin on it as well. Obviously with his questions, that's, um, but, yeah, no, as as Tyler said, the group was expanding, and I think Johnny was a perfect choice to come in on this. Now he's – him and TJ – I find that him and TJ, um, as much as the rest of them, yeah, just fit so well together. And, yeah, pretty much.
2: All right. Yeah, yeah I think Johnny, like, is just so lovable. Like, he just yeah. has this drawing power. I think that's why the um, – uh, wake and bake is working really well as well. Like he just, he draws people to him. He just has this, this lovability. I don't know.
3: Yeah. Well, I think <laughs> it, you know, A lot of it has to do with, with the way he and TJ, you know, with they just, they go very, I mean, all four guys go very well together, but TJ and, and Johnny, they just, they have this, this draw to them. You know what I mean? And that's why wake and bake works also because they have this I don't even know. I can't explain it. You know?
1: they yeah, they do. Yeah. They do.
3: Yeah. That's basically what it boils down to. Mm. They have great chemistry together. And, and, mm. you know, and he's when, when I stepped in, you know, that, that one episode that I was in, that's, I was, that was very nervous. You know what I mean? Because I, I didn't know nothing about nothing. I'm just a dude. And they're like, Hey, do you want to do this? And I was like,
1: whoa, 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 whoa. I, I, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure.
3: You know? And, Johnny was just like, dude, we're just four, you know, we're just here. We're four guys, just bullshitting. And when he yeah. said that, I was like, you know what? That's right. You know, it. it why, why the fuck am I nervous? We got this. You know, like, I got this. I have my notes. I've watched the movie religiously. So, you know, it, it's um, the chemistry that, that all the guys have together on the show. I think it, it works very well. And that's why they've done so well. And have 100 episodes now. You know what I mean? And yeah, hopefully they get you know another hundred out of it. Absolutely.
4: I hope so so too, because I want to hear some of the other movies that they do. So definitely. Please please keep doing it, boys, because it's definitely working, and we love your content.
3: I mean, and we're always on there commenting. You know what I mean? Like it's the show pops up, and it's you know TJ will send me the link. You know the the show's live, and I'm like, damn it, I'm still at work or something, but I'll. I'll pop it on my phone and I'll set it up and I'm watching and I, my goal every time I watch is try to get one of them to laugh. And I, I usually make Johnny yeah. laugh with my comments. Usually he's the one that I always get. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Oh,
2: before we move on from the, from the crow, I'd wanted to mention one thing. I, I love that episode, but it was also like the saddest episode because you get to hear all of the fucked up shit that went into Brandon Lee's death.
1: Yeah. yeah. I was like, I was,
2: I loved, I loved getting to hear all of that, like in every gory detail, but it was so, so sad.
3: Now, here's a, here's a question I pose for y'all because I, 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 I can say that, you know, we all love this movie. You know, Crow's a great movie. Do you think that it would have the power behind it that it has right now? if Brandon Lee wouldn't have died on set.
2: No. And they talked about that. So no. first of all, because he died and ended up switching studios and then they put another, I don't know, five million, they put more money into it. Yeah. So that'll in and of itself, like they put more money into it. So the re- production went up, but also, yeah. I mean, obviously it got more people wanting to see it tragically. Cause yeah. it didn't need, it didn't need any hoopla, you know, yeah. like, yeah. <laughs>
3: all right yeah that was just my little random question
4: that popped in my head yeah but in, in having said that though it, it still would have been an amazing film but just with that that legacy behind it you're like oh shit like this is his last film he went out with a bang like it's yeah if it didn't have all that controversialness about it i don't think it would have been as big as it was um but yeah, um, if if you go on to Shutter, th- there's a series called Curse Films, and there's a half an hour episode based on the Crow. Oh wow! And and it has the producers, the special effects uh, artists talking about his time with Brandon, and there's this really really, um, it's actually gut wrenching scene in the doco. It's like the special effects artist was taking continuity shots of his makeup as. Eric or Brandon is laying on the ground after he gets thrown out the window. Prior to that, just before in the movie he gets shot, and that is the scene that killed him. And then the you hear the director say isn't this very eerie that this looks like his autopsy photos and it's just an awkward silence it's just so haunting that yeah, uh, words can't even describe it. It's, you, you really got to see it. It's really intriguing to listen to um, and watch. So a little recommendation for you.
2: Yeah, for sure. I'm going to have
4: to check it out. Definitely. Yep. Absolutely.
3: All right, so moving on. The next episode, episode 19, was an interview with the legend himself, Mick Strawn. Mm-hmm. which oh. led into the Rabbit Hole series. Yeah. Do you guys remember that one?
0: Uh absolutely vaguely it's a great start it was just a great start to what was to come I mean with this everything kind of stemmed from Gordon Moore, and then with this leading into rabbit hole and then uh, the the power hour everything kind of seemed to start from here yeah it was a great platform and Mick was awesome is awesome oh yeah definitely
4: fucking you definitely know you're doing something right when you have Mick on your 19th episode. So Mm -hmm. that's a huge, that's a huge step and hats off to TJ for taking it. Like that man's got balls to do that. And And Mick's such a nice guy. Like those two feed off each other. Like they're just best mates. Like they've known each other their whole lives. Really, really great move on TJ's behalf. And yeah, it's all coming up. It's good.
2: Yeah, and they both have the same kind of personality of really liking to fuck with each other.
1: Yeah, for sure. All
3: right, so then episode twenty-one was Night of the Demons with special guest Mike King from the Graveyard Shift podcast.
4: How yeah, does, many it, of you, did does anyone
2: remember one? Mike King? Because I didn't, I didn't catch that one.
4: No, nah, I didn't catch that either. Man. But they did give Night of the Demons
3: a 3.0 on that episode, Ooh, which is uh, – it's fair. It's fair. Yeah. Now, I will let, let me tell a little story here about Night of the Demons, okay? I was yeah. a kid when I watched this movie, and I don't know what – why. This movie scared the living shit out of me when I was a kid. And, and as I got older, I could never remember the name of the movie. All I could remember, and this was before like internet is what internet is now. I want to say it was like 2001 or 2002, something like that. And I had a dream that reminded me of this movie. And I was like, what the fuck was the name of it?" and I could not for the life of me remember the name of the movie. No, and none of my friends knew what the hell I was talking about. I was like, dude, it had a chick in an Alice in Wonderland costume and she was in some weird house and there was some uh, something with the coffin and then some old man ate an apple with razors and it, like that's all i remember that is all i remember from the movie and then years 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 later probably 2016 i'm like i type it in google because it popped back in my head and i was like holy shit Nine of the demons and i watched it on amazon prime and i was like why the hell was I scared of this? I, I was <laughs> such a dumb. Don't get me wrong, Angela's creepy as shit, but yeah, no, this movie, this that movie terrified the shit out of me when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Just my little side story there. Sorry, guys.
1: The only, <laughs> no, no,
0: the only example of, That's what we need.
2: The only example of that I have of like something scaring me when I was a kid that you know was Chucky. I wouldn't even just watching the previews. Just, just I would I wouldn't watch the movie. I was terrified of Chucky. So I did not see a single child's play movie until about two years ago.
3: You know, I (laughs) think the scariest thing with Chucky is when he makes that, like that pissed off face like that, like in the first two movies, like when he just makes that mad face, I see, you know, I was a little bit older when that one came out, but yeah, that one, that one was kind of creepy too.
4: I'll tell you even something better. I wasn't even afraid of like most horror movies. I was afraid of the fucking elephant man. And that dude from mask, because their oh, face was all yes. deformed. Yes. And that was a true story. I'm like, hang on, I've grown up my whole life watching horror movies that aren't true. And then I look at this drama, like I look at the fucking DVD or video cover and here's this guy with this deformed face and it's a true story. I literally couldn't sleep for weeks. Like, it, it mentally scarred me.
3: I, I used to love that movie, Mask. I loved that. Mm. I used to sit there and watch it, but it would come on HBO, I would just sit yeah. there and
4: watch the shit out of that movie. Rocky Dennis, yeah, Rucky. yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yeah, random.
3: Yeah, all right, who wants to take over now?
2: Uh, so then it was the Adam Marcus interview, and you, you guys know, I just got his movie. Hell oh, yeah! <laughs> yeah, that was definitely a great interview. I love Adam. He's such a great guy.
4: Oh, yes, always takes time to remember. talk to his fans. He's great. Oh, absolutely.
3: I've never met him yet i haven't met him yet yet being the key word. i'm yeah. sure i will you know with yeah. with, with the way that because the way i describe even you guys i say horror family because that's what we are you know what i mean it's not just like oh i met this person cool it's a, it's like a family thing you know what i mean like we're it's horror draws us all together and we're just one big horror family i met tj and blairstown that's how i found out about gormor you know and ever since then i've
4: been yep well i think this episode was about his um hearts of darkness campaign
3: yes it, yes yes the hearts of darkness yeah. that's when yeah. uh tj got involved with that
2: right but he also talks about you know um jason goes to hell and and yeah. all the bullshit crap that he got with that and
0: yep <laughs> yeah yeah and that's when and, I, I got turned around on that too it was I, th- I think even tj had asked me before you know what my thoughts were what what's been a, a change and it's like well literally i never understood that movie and then when i got into the gorn more and then uh, got to talk a little bit with adam and then this hearts of darkness came along i rewatched it like i was doing the notes for the podcast and this and that and i had this epiphany just this sudden burst of knowledge of like, oh, my God, this is why this is. So, I mean, it was just amazing to hear the backstory story and, and, and hear that from, from Adam.
4: Absolutely. Yeah. And it's a crazy story, too. I love it. it I love is. every time Adam tells it because he has such passion in telling it. But at the same time, he's like, if people tell me to fuck off and all this, I do not care. Like, it's a bittersweet moment for him. He was 23 years old making and a massive film in one of the biggest horror movie franchises of all time. And yeah. So what if it sucks to many of them? He was trying to do something different. And I think he, what he did was fucking great. And to put Freddie's glove at the end, I'm mean, like, come on.
3: Oh yeah. That's, that, uh, that started. Yeah. That, that yeah. Right. That started that, that we got, you know, years later and whatnot. And a lot of, you know, even still to this day, a lot of people give shit to, to, you know, to that movie, but I like, I like it. You know what I mean? Even, even when I first saw it, I was like, okay, where the hell is Jason? Oh, Oh, okay. Okay. This is what's going to happen. And you know, and, and to me, it kind of made sense for the other movies because it, for me it was kind of like, okay, well, if Jason could body hop this entire time, that's why he was a grown ass man in part two when he was a kid mm-hmm. at the end of part you know so it did kind of yeah. you know tie some other stuff in it and, and kind of if you look at it it makes sense you know to the yep. people that, Oh all no, that doesn't make any sense no it 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 kind of does it kind of mm-hmm. does make sense you know yep. Uh i wish we would have gotten the freddie versus jason versus ash aspect out of it which would have been amazing but i, I got those comics yeah. oh i have the comics too i, I love the comics <laughs> and it, i mean how great would that have been to see on screen oh, you know dude, what i mean amazing. but like the studios didn't want their masterpiece to die you know what i mean so yeah they there couldn't have been a clear winner i guess at the end of the day so but right. you know we we got a we got a good jason goes to hell i, I love that movie Still one of my favorites
4: yeah absolutely yeah.
2: Yeah, and after dealing with, you know, all of the corporate studio stuff for years and years and years, now Adam's getting to live the dream with skeleton crew. How awesome is that?
1: Yeah, that definitely. So awesome. Yeah.
2: I'm so happy for him. That's so cool. Um, so ooh, so the next one we might linger on for a bit because it's episode 27, The Fly. That's cool. one of my favorite movies. And oh. Uh,
4: uh. <laughs> I'm not one for the Oscars. Like, I don't give really two fucks about the Oscars. But I'm just glad that that film won an Oscar for its special effects. I mean, fuck, uh-huh.
3: fuck. yeah! The special oh effects in this movie are amazing for the for the time that the movie came out. I mean, those special effects still uh. to this day are great, hands down,
4: uh. great. They Absolutely. hold up better than CGI. One oh, yeah. hundred. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like this would be on par with John Carpenter's the thing too. I think uh-huh. those those two films, um, the, the effects in those are fucking terrifying, and uh, just the camera, the, the lighting on some scenes in that film, it's just or both films are even like, oh, uh, yeah, uh, great great oh, film. Sorry, awesome. that's a little sort of side
2: thing. Sorry,
3: I was what the hell? <laughs> Skynet's taking over. Taking <laughs> over yep
4: uh, the guy listening in again. <laughs> that's 2020
3: for you yeah, I mean, at this um, point at this sorry. point would you really be surprised i mean come on
4: no not at all
3: not at least
2: Oh, i forgot they had jason brooks on
3: yes jason brooks yeah. jason brooks love now that guy Brooksie. he is uh he is one of the most coolest people i have ever met um I got to hang out with Jason at, in Blairstown, and like I said, I, I'm I'm from I'm from Texas. You know, I've never I've never been out of state for you know by myself. Usually it's family trips or whatnot. And I said, "Fuck it, I'm going. I'm gonna I'm gonna go to Jersey for the opening of the Friday Thirteenth Museum. I'm gonna watch Vengeance." And you know, I had everybody on Facebook. I just never met anybody in person before. You know, and mm-hmm. it was just. Hands down, one of the greatest experiences of my life. Jason gave me a fucking badass autograph that says, uh, "To my BFF, fuck you." <laughs> love it, love it, love it. <laughs> so yeah, genuine guy. He's really cool, you know. And he's he's J- Jason right now. He, he's he's on TikTok and he literally answers all of his fans. Anybody Aww. that answers on there, he will make a video or he will reply. He's You know, and and people love the fact that he played Jason, you know, even, even though that it's a fan film, like people are like, yo, Jason just told me what's up on TikTok, you know, and he gets a kick out of it, you know, and you can see that, that he's really a genuine person with the way that he interacts with, you know, with the fans on, on his TikTok. So, um, this, it it was a good episode with, with him on there as well. Hell yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, So. Obviously the special effects of the fly are the biggest thing, but I mean, everything is great. The story, the acting, everything. Yeah. I mean, and I love the way that you, you fall in love with Brundle so much. And it's like, you just, it's, it kills you to,
3: to, yes, to see the transformation. And yeah.
2: yeah.
4: Yeah. What makes that chemistry between the two so great is that they're, they were actually a couple at the time. Right. Gina Davis so it was it's also yeah and to have david cronenberg play off that i think he did an amazing job um but he's he's always writing great films uh david and to have this as a remake like i think he's outdone himself did you sorry side note the fly 2 did you use like that
3: yes that's
4: yeah. yes, it was it, was, it was, that was a decent sequel
3: i i it was it yeah. was good um I, it's one of those ones too that I haven't seen in years, um, but it—it it was. I remember it being really good. Yeah. Not as good as the original, but it—it it held up. It held its own.
4: Well, I think the special effects designer directed that film actually. So after he won the Oscar, they're like, "We're doing Fly Two. You got the job. Have at it." Mm-hmm. That that face melt scene. Oh my God, that's one of the oh, best yeah. shots. He Ooh, spits out the just, acid. Just. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, no, the fly, the fly one's an amazing film.
2: Yeah. Oh, and I remember when, when listening to the podcast, all all of them kept being like, "What do we know Gina Davis from?" And they're like, the only thing they could think of was Beetlejuice, and I was like, "A league of their own? Are you kidding me?" Like, they're the completely oblivious. Yeah. Like she's done a lot of stuff.
4: Yeah. <laughs>
2: um. do hold on oh uh, oh this is sort of a trivia thing but like since we're on the fly i remember um at the end johnny's well not at the end one of johnny's questions was where the fuck do you get this ready supply of baboons and, <laughs> and in the process of them joking about it they end up tj isn't up coming up with a movie idea he's like instead of Mr. Poplar's Penguins, does anyone remember? Instead of Mr. Poplar's Penguins, it'll be Mr. Brundle's Baboons. Oh, God. I thought that was hilarious. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Brundle's Baboons. Damn it. I would watch that. Yeah. How? yeah there's, there's, not, there's not much I wouldn't watch though, so.
1: That's <laughs>
0: So you two um, dig up dig up dinosaurs? Oh.
1: Try to. that. What the fuck? <laughs> <Yo>. <laughs> <laughs>
2: hey. TJ played that at the end of the episode.
1: I was uh, laughing. I'm oh my god. I don't know where he got
2: that. That's so
1: great. Uh, <laughs> oh,
2: gold bloom, man. Oh.
0: Man. Oh, man. Just kidding. So what's next? The Friday the Thirteenth fan films.
1: Ah, oh that was,
3: that
0: was um, a really Bobby. good.
3: Yeah, that's Bobby Bob Bobby Bobby Bobby, Bobby and, Boucher.
1: Cameron
3: Corey. Bobby. <laughs> and Corey Corey, Corey Kaufman. Corey Kaufman. Yeah. Big say Yeah, so um,
2: TJ is definitely a huge proponent of of fan films, um, and he was a big um part of the fundraising campaign for vengeance and hearts of darkness and i'm sure a bunch of other ones that i'm not thinking of um right
3: oh Jason rising yeah
2: so um yeah they went through they talked about then all like all the three movies they were talking about hadn't quite come out yet it was vengeance and uh
1: never hide alone
2: no, it wasn't ever. don't had already
0: been out. Jason Rising was. Jason was Rising, right? And then.
2: And
0: then uh, Fall of Camp Blood was, yes, it? Was, it, yes. was it? Fall of Camp Blood. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. No.
2: Did anyone ever see Fall of Camp Blood? I never did.
3: I
0: I don't think it's, it's come, come out yet. yet. Oh really? No, it has, it hasn't come out yet. It's like Jason Rising, same same day. Yeah, and
3: oh, I'm wow. I'm really really waiting for Jason Rising. That that oh, one. The trailer, the trailer had me hooked from the get-go. That, me that too. First, tra- I was like, "Whoa, I'm on board. You- I'm sold. I am sold." Yeah. But you know, a, a, like Bobby and Corey, I cosplay as Jason, also. You know what I mean? So, I'm down for anything Voorhees. You know, so any you you keep giving keep giving me good movies, and even if they're decent, and I I'm I'm on it. You know.
4: Hell yeah!
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's where I have a, a, a bigger respect for the, the fan film basis, even if it's, you know, not up to par, you know, oh, well, they should have done this or that That looked fake. I got to keep telling myself, this is a fan film. You know, th- these are, you know, just people that love the movie so much that want to see something done and they either do a Kickstarter. I've seen some of them that just do it themselves. There's, there's no kind of, commercialization behind it. There's no advertising. And I've seen a few really, really good, you know, short 15, 20 minute films. So the ones that do these fan films, I have the highest level of reverse back and forth.
3: Definitely. And, and, you know, a, a lot of them that, that don't do the crowdfunding, everything comes out of their own pocket, you know, and that, that right there, like you said, you know, they, they love the, the series so much that they want to create a piece of history within that series themselves, even though it's not canon, but you, they, they're still putting their hearts and souls and everybody that's involved with the movies, you know, put their, their hearts and everything into the movie because of the passion for the franchise, you know? Um, yep. And, and I, I was talking to Kaufman a while back and I uh, was kind of, let, telling him, you know, I have an idea for a movie that nobody's done. It is a Friday the thirteenth. Nobody's ever done anything close to what I have in my mind. And uh we were just kicking some shit back and forth. And who knows, maybe one day it'll it'll happen and I make that a reality. But I Jason I, I takes Iowa.
1: <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> yes. <laughs> Jason takes El Paso, Texas.
0: <laughs> oh shit, he's crazy. The movie will only last five minutes. You Everyone's got a cut. Cow just for tacos. You were wrong.
1: <laughs> <This> <laughs> crosses the border. <laughs> <laughs> oh, be beautiful. Tyler,
3: so you- then, I'll do what?
2: I was gonna say, Tyler, you want to talk about tourist route?
0: Do it. That one I was not able to see. I could uh, not find it anywhere at
2: the time. I haven't seen it either. I've meant I, I think it's on Prime or something now.
3: It might be on Prime. I. I want to say it's. It's possible that it's on Prime.
2: Yeah, I was trying to fit that in last week, but didn't quite. Brody?
4: Um. Yeah. I w- what I will say, I think mean, I've ne- It was always on my list to watch, and if it wasn't for Goran Moore actually they exposed it to me i listened to the episode well no sorry i didn't i watched this then listened to the episode um great film um i think it's late uh, late 70s film but yeah it's it's a batshit crazy story about um these young friends go somewhere for the weekend they wind up at this museum or somewhere and there's all these ventriloquist dolls that they fucking mannequins or whatever, and they're just—it's like they're possessed. And then you te- and then you find out that it's telekinesis, and this person has telekinesis. It's just creepy, yeah. atmospheric, great film. I loved it. Um, honestly, if they remade it today, I think they could do something really neat with it. Because um, it sort of—it sort of felt like that 2012. Well, it's not you know, like maniac when they read that, remade that. So it was like the play with mannequins and just the really atmospheric piece. I think they could do something really good with it today, but that film was highly underrated, I find. So definitely do yourself a favour and suss it out. And even listen to the episode um, to the Trap. From what I recall, it was, it was pretty fun to listen to TJ and that break that down, so.
3: And that was the first episode where Bobby joined the guys full-time. Yes. We got got the full-time Bobby. The
4: foursome. The The foursome. Bobby Boucher. (laughs) The whoresome foursome. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Oh, we're we're the Italian stallion.
3: So the next movie the guys reviewed was The Lost Boys. Uh first 5.0 first 5 right there which I mean you can't argue with that hands down one of the greatest the greatest vampire movie that I can think of I mean there's a couple other ones that I like but Lost Boys is always top for me even though we're we're having conversations at the bar and that's you know it always goes what's your favorite vampire movie Lost Boys Give me a better one.
2: I know what Brody's gonna say.
4: What is it? What do you come gonna on, say? Brody? Come on, Brody. What?
2: Uh, what's it called? uh, uh pressure. Ah, dam- uh, damn it. Night, <laughs> night, something.
4: No, near dark. Near there dark. Oh, near dark's great. I love near dark. Fuck Bill Paxton. Yeah, man. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I
1: still Dude,
3: haven't seen Bill it. fucking Paxton. And you know, look, uh, I will the- say,
4: look, the Lost Boys is amazing film. Soundtrack, everything about that film's great. But if you had to go a fucking badass vampire it's gonna be bill paxton all day every day for me
2: yeah i can't wait to see it
4: yeah it's, it's, it's a great, great film. It's a
3: great fucking vampire yeah, but you know what I, there's there's one that i love you can hate me for it but there is a vampire movie out john carpenter's vampires no that's I a great fucking film fucking love that movie
4: yeah you used to watch really... the
3: fuck I, and fucking and just james wood is a badass in that
4: movie fuck it, yeah is. fuck yes he is great film
3: if you've never seen it heather watch it it's fucking great
2: i think i saw it like forever ago i i definitely need to see it again i love james wood
0: yeah no vampire ever looked as good as as keeper sutherland though it's better than the sparkly bullshit twilight
4: oh yeah. yeah true 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 that mullet that fucking mullet that blonde glorious, yep. Glorious glorious.
3: Mullet. Yes, yes, definitely.
4: <laughs> oh, and it also has Bill in it. Bill S. Preston. Yes, yes.
1: Oh, my God, really?
4: <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. in it. Yeah, yeah I forgot wow. about he's that. Yeah, One of the crew. Alex Winter. Nah, great film.
2: I got to meet Ooh. Alex Winter. I have his autograph. Oh,
4: that's really cool. Yeah, that's awesome. What was
2: mm-hmm. he like? He was- so nice so down to earth like i mean like i was literally it was they were doing a screening um and he did like a you know talk beforehand whatever and in the middle of the movie it was a theater where they sell beer so in the middle of the movie i went out to get a beer and he was just in the lobby by himself and i just went up and talked to him for like 10 minutes
4: oh that's awesome
2: yeah <laughs> it was really cool I, that one up, mm-hmm. <laughs> I gotta look up some of the stuff that he directed he's done a lot of cool stuff i've heard
4: yep yeah. It's more so documentary-based, too. So. so we have uh,
3: episode 37. I'm going to skip ahead a little bit because yeah. you know, we have we yeah. have a lot of shit to review and we still got a lot of shit to talk about. Yeah. Um, yeah. The I'll next one later. was The Mutilator. They did Mutilator. Then, boom, fall break. And then episode 47, ladies and gentlemen, round of applause because it was another perfect film and the first appearance by RoboFuck... T sixty
1: nine thousand.
0: Woo! <laughs> Robo book. What do you remember yeah, from that episode? That was, oh, I remember. I was nervous as fuck. You know, just just like you, Scuba. I mean, it was it was one of these moments, these pivotal moments, because I was nervous as hell, and I remember TJ calming me down and this and that. But I remember, for one, that was a. Sh- Shit show in my head because originally he sent me the wrong link and I watched Aliens and through <laughs> 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 so the movie I was like, you know, I know it's been like twenty years since I've seen this, but this isn't right. <laughs> so it, it was a really good learning experience and learning how the guys kind of go back and forth and, and talking with the guys. It was just it was the probably one of the best moments I've had the best i mean just because that's when i got the start because so i remember telling tj yeah you know if you ever need help or, or this or that if you want me to do some research on a movie i think it was two days later he's like this was on a saturday he's like you're on the podcast on monday what yeah yeah
1: oh.
3: <laughs> <laughs> at least you had time to prepare i got it that same day oh yeah yeah that same day hey uh chad can't make it for the podcast you want to do it um, sure why the
1: fuck not yeah let's do this <laughs>
3: you were really a good guy.
0: <laughs> oh yeah definitely you did great though bud you did thanks man <laughs> thanks yeah awesome. so, so awesome.
3: our next one was maniac cop and that was brody's edition uh, yeah. Apparently, that's...
2: yeah. You you, you guys you've asked me to add *Maniac Cop* onto the list, so you apparently wanted to oh. say something about it.
4: Yes, yes. Why? Oh, obviously, I always guy. want to. Say, yeah. Well, I think you could agree with me on this, Scooter. But great film, isn't it? Great fucking movie.
3: Oh, I, movie. you know, I even like the third one. I give the third one shit because you know it's a part three, but it, right. it's you know it's still watchable. It's not one of those shitty ones. Yeah, it definitely has like, yeah, yeah. Um, and then we have episode 56, which was another 5.0, of course, Ooh. Halloween, and oh. another appearance by the man himself, Mr. Robofuck
0: on fire, Skippy. And that was that was probably my second favorite, too, is just because that movie was so iconic and everybody knows it. You don't even have to go into detail, it was the best Carpenter movie. Other than the thing, number two, the thing, which we'll get to. And you know, and I love I love I love love all the reviews that the guys do, but I love
3: how whether it's a film that nobody's ever fucking heard of, some obscure random shit that fucking TJ pulls out of the ethos and is like, (laughs) we're doing this one, (laughs) or a movie like Halloween, like they make you wanna watch it, you know? Yes. Of course, everybody wants Absolutely. to see Michael Myers. You know what I mean? But there's there's tons of movies on here like Tourist Trap. You know, it's not that great of a movie. It it is a great movie. It's a great movie, but it's not one that everybody has seen. But you watch the yeah. podcast and you're like, well, fuck, that sounds mm-hmm. interesting as shit. You know what I mean? And for a moment, yeah. when we started when we were talking about Tourist Trap, I was like, Tourist Trap doesn't ring any bells. Is that isn't that that Lindsay Lohan movie? No, the <laughs> no, oh, way. <wait>. <laughs> but no, and then Brody and started explaining it, and I was like, holy shit, I have seen that movie. I I I have seen that fucking movie, and it was great, you know, but it's one of those ones that really isn't well known, you know, and, and that's that's where the guys excel with the Gore and More podcast, is that they make you want to watch things that you never thought you'd have interest in watching. Absolutely. You know? so what like, like i said whether it be michael myers or, or, or something like tourist trap you know um next episode was Pumpkinhead. head another great film there
1: oh yeah All Right,
4: just this was there. the film that introduced me to the More crew this is the very first episode i heard nice i fell in love with the fucking podcast ever since this episode this it was a fun time just hearing the boys break this film because yeah, I, I love it myself um there was some negative and positive reviews about the film, but yeah, as I said, this film, I mean, sorry, this episode was the one that sparked it all for me. Um yeah, such a great film, Stan Winston. The late great Stan Winston.
1: You know, um, and
3: it's
4: I just- <laughs> Oh, go ahead. Yeah, sorry, sorry, Steve. Yeah. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just gonna say I just wish he uh was around a lot more to actually direct more horror films because I honestly think he, he had that. He had a talent for gothic horror, which is like my favorite subgenre. So yeah, it was, it was great to hear the boys break this one down for me. And yeah, as I said, it sparked interest in the podcast for me. And that was it. I fell in love with it.
3: And you know, and and like with Pumpkinhead, for me, I love, I love that movie. And it's Mm. one of the first movies that I saw where a kid actually died. You know what I mean? Like, and, and in like, A fucked up way like you know what i mean like yeah he got hit by a fucking dirt bike you know what i mean like that that watching that is like holy shit completely completely different aspect in a movie that we had really i mean people die in movies all the time but this was a kid getting run over you know and yeah, yeah we have that in pet cemetery and stuff now but yeah before that you know that's that's what really stuck in my head when i when i watched that one
4: um, yeah, and when I look back at it now, it's more so that the kid slowly dies in front of his dad. Yes. That, to yes. me, I, would be gut-wrenching oh, yeah, more than definitely. anything in the world. So even that the witch, holy fuck, she would give anyone nightmares, the witch.
1: Uh-huh.
4: That's, that shit's crazy. Who was it? Someone was saying that, that um, I can't remember, it was a little bit of trivia about the film, the scene. Oh, what made Lance Henriksen take the part was where he reads in the script. His his character is um, having a dream, and the kid pops up after he's lying next to him, dead in the dream, and he says to him, um, uh, basically, at what cost is this going to be? Like, that's what drew Lance into the script, and I thought that pivotal moment in the script would, yeah. Uh, tra- draw anyone into it i reckon yeah i yeah it's just a touching moment i think for him he said um cuz he's had like kids and that nearly had near death experiences and that so yeah great film heather have you seen it
2: oh yeah yeah it's uh, what are your um, thoughts on it um i i love pumpkinhead i love um i love Pumpkinhead, head i love the monster like i love like i love how they did that um
1: yeah
2: and yeah i mean i'm starting to get a little tired here i think i'm struggling to come up with more insightful <laughs> thoughts
3: up. we're not
1: done yet yeah. all
3: yeah.
2: right so let's, let's but that was, um, that was apparently the uh first anniversary episode Just yes sure that was
3: that. um and then uh let's see we have krampus we...
2: Yeah, so we went into the Christmas month. So Krampus was great and Chad made a note we talk about calzones. So that went on for like 3 or 4 weeks this calzone joke, like the yeah. difference between calzones and strombolis and they would just like it was hilarious. And I
1: made
2: I mean, a comment was, yeah. I, made, I made a comment to TJ like in a in Facebook chat. I was like I looked it up and I was like it's 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 all about the roll of the dough. And he brought that up <laughs> in the next episode. <laughs> um, so yeah. So for Christmas they did Krampus. They did um, *Don't Open Till Christmas*, which is a foreign film, and yeah. um, *Santa Sleigh*. And what's the what's the one I'm forgetting? You guys remember? No. no. Okay. Well.
0: Maybe we, last one.
2: Okay. Well, anyways, *Santa Santa Sleigh*. I mean, I had already started to fall in love with the podcast obviously but i think santa sleigh was what just completely did me in like i i love johnny for giving me this movie like i had a party so i picked just randomly one of the christmas movies they were going to do and thank god i picked santa Slay* because i didn't know anything about well i knew krampus but other than that <clears throat> so i had a party i called it the uh, very merry Gorehound christmas and we watched Santa Slay and then this was back the podcast was still audio. After we watched Santa Slay, we just sat on the couch drinking, listening to the podcast review of the movie, and it was a blast. I mean, you could not stop laughing during that movie. I mean, I dare you to try. I mean, that was like (laughs) Goldberg, like oh, oh god, that was just so great. So I have to put that, I have to watch that every every Christmas now for sure.
0: Oh, damn scary. Oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> and then we had we had New
3: Year's with RoboFuck. Happy New Year, RoboFuck.
0: Yes, yes. We had Terror Train. This was my first watch of that one. And boy, I guess I was the only one that wasn't looking at the transvestite associate. Of- oh,
2: I, I, I knew. <laughs> I knew from, I was like, um, yeah, I knew.
0: I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> At all, whatsoever. I knew there was something goofy with her, but I thought maybe it was because I was watching the shit on YouTube. <laughs> so I, I don't we're gonna a basket for it. But all in all, great fucking movie. I loved it. I loved it. It was, a, it was a great episode. It was a great, just great time. All
3: right, all right. Then they did The Thing. It was another perfect 5.0, and it is the most perfect horror film according to the guys. The uh, most perfect horror. according
2: to well maybe all of them, but definitely according to Chad.
3: Yeah.
1: And
2: it's yeah. Chad, Chad and I both agree it's our absolute favorite horror movie of all time.
1: Yeah,
4: oh you could yeah. say that,
3: yeah. I I, I like it.
4: <laughs> I like it. I like how,
3: uh, it's, it's not one of my absolute favorites, but I, I like it. Like it's it's one of those ones that I I I will sit there and watch it, you know what I mean? But it's not something that I have on repeat all the time. But yeah. I, I love it. I like I mean it's it's a great movie. It is
1: a great film. Yep
2: Oh and, and then- um Carpenter Kandy. Wait, yeah oh yeah, Kandy. Kande Kandy. Kandy. Kandy.
4: Kandy Oh speaking of Kandi oh,
2: <laughs> this is one of my surprises. Oh, I got an elf.
4: Nice, TJ be proud of that.
0: He's tearing up right now.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: hold on, hold that, hold that right there. Hold it up to the camera real quick. Boom. All right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sending that to TJ right now. <laughs> Hey Bowser, check this out. <laughs> He's gonna be like, what the fuck are y'all doing? Don't worry about what we're doing, goddamn. This is our <laughs> show.
1: This is the fan table. <laughs> we're gonna do we want.
3: So then uh after the thing, uh we have the fly two, which we touched base on. Bro, yeah. Do you have anything yeah. else you wanted to say about that?
4: No, not really. No.
3: All right, and then
4: wait, uh. Wait we-
3: we had Candyman, which was the first fan picked episode, and the yeah, first that was my pick. The first episode of Gore War that this guy watched.
1: Ah, that yeah. the first episode of oh.
3: War that Scuba
1: Steve watched.
2: Well, Brody wanted Candyman, and I wanted American Werewolf in London. And I am going oh. to hate him for the end of days oh. for winning.
4: Oh. 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 Well, winner, winner, chicken dinner. <laughs> I chose it. I chose it because. Um, this episode was coming out. oh, sorry, the trailer for the new candy man out at the time. And then TJ was like, I'm thinking of doing a fan, um, make a fan favorite. What, what do you think? And I said, oh, candy man, cause the new Candyman man trailer's coming out. True. He was like, well, he- Heather wants to do American werewolf. So he created a poll and obviously the DKB was the winner.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You won by like two or three votes. <laughs> <Woo>. <laughs> yeah, I was campaigning. I was like you begging who, all of my friends to vote for American Werewolf.
4: <laughs> Do you know who voted for Candyman? Adam. So that's a that's a just a win immediately. <sighs> damn. So, damn well, as soon as I saw You're that, I right was like,
3: you, "You already won the poll. You don't need to crush her anymore, bro. Come yeah, on." I'm sorry.
4: <laughs> I hope we get to see American Werewolf in London, and um, I, I don't know if Chad's gonna. I'm sure Chad will let you watch it. He's oh, promised good. me. He doing?
2: promised me that he's. It was supposed to be actually. Um, I can neither.
3: To- I can neither confirm nor deny that that is one that is coming up. Ooh. Well, it was
2: supposed to. It was scheduled for sometime in August, and then he had to shuffle things around because of this.
1: Mm-hmm. But, yeah,
4: yeah. But
2: he promised me it will happen sometime. Yeah.
4: <laughs> Candyman for the win. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Stop um, saying his
3: name. You've already said it too many times. Uh, There's no mirrors though. <laughs> uh, then we yeah. did, the, then the boys did Lost Boys, the Tribe. The sequel.
2: Yeah, I just watched that this past week.
4: That was, I, I, I was very, fun. Yeah, that was my uh, first time on the show. Oh, yeah. That was my first time on the show. And as like Robo fucking Scoop Steve, I was cacking my Dax um (laughs) tj just was just like pretty much chad's out you're in i'm like holy shit what just happened thank you mr bowser um and then because i didn't really know anything about what we're doing now so tj and johnny had me on wake and bake the night before to get some Mm -hmm. to get a feel for it so that was cool and then to ease into it um the next day Super fun times on the show. So I thank the guys for having me on the show because um, it was an amazing experience, an amazing time. Just to talk absolute shit with the boys about the film, whether it was negative or positive, it's was good. And as for the movie, I enjoyed it. I don't know about you. Did you just enjoy it?
3: Yeah, it's oh, a yeah. fun, fun yeah. watch for sure. Yeah, it's a fun watch. It's a very fun watch, and it's one of those sequels that you know, it came out way, 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 way later, and so it. You know, the end, the end scene alone was great for that movie. Yeah.
4: Yeah. One hundred percent.
3: And then we had a uh,
4: Amityville Two: The Possession.
3: <laughs>
2: Brody again.
4: Brody again. Uh, this is the stage where I started making Snapchat gifs and sending it to the boys while they were on the show. And if you go back and watch it. You will see a young, uh, is it Burt Young that played poorly in Rocky Three and well, the Rocky franchise. Um, yeah, you'll you'll see what I created, and hopefully you'll have a bit of a laugh. And yeah, no, that was that was a really fun episode because um, there were so many controversial things in that film that the boys took the piss out of, and I really enjoyed it. Like the brother and sister oh, yeah. were they incest? You know, they had that chemistry. Uh, the priest and Burt Young, like, yeah, I don't know. There's all these controversial, well not controversial, but these things that they elaborate on, it's absolute pisser. Go, go listen to it.
3: <laughs>
4: and then we have
3: Demons 2.
4: It says like guest hosted. Yeah, I, it said it said it was your first. Yeah. Nah, that, yeah, nah. Ladies Chad. and gentlemen, Chad
3: fucked up. <laughs> Chad <laughs> Yes, and we're calling him out right now, Chad. Sorry, Sorry, Chad. It's okay, Chad. It's okay, Chad. It's okay. Mistakes happen, like letting us host the 100th episode. (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, Aliens, I watched that one too. That was uh, one of the really good episodes that the guys did. Also one of my favorite movies, Aliens. Um, Also one of my favorite characters is in that movie and i always say she's my future future granddaughter Va- vasquez that's that's my
4: future future granddaughter oh
3: yeah <laughs>
4: i remember the boys hit the up on it um on the episode about
3: yeah yeah that's uh that's yeah that was that was the joke on me <laughs> And then we have the maniac cop 2 episode which that was, was that was you that okay. was me that was the uh this guy right here that, that had no idea what the fuck he was
4: gonna do. And you seem fucking professional, dude. I was impressed. I'm I like, obviously, host a podcast. No, oh, no, 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 never. I, but I, I mean,
3: I, I've never done a podcast. I've always wanted to do one. And then uh, I had talked to TJ about doing my own podcast, and so that's kind of where it all started. Was that, and I'm still working all the kinks out of, and that's that's. The biggest thing with me is I, everything has to go perfect, you know, yeah. so I, I'm still working out the tweaks in, in my podcast. I'm having a buddy of mine work on the intro song. And so but, but all that aside, that's why I guess TJ was like, Hey, let's get
1: Vasquez on the show.
3: You know what I mean? Yeah. So he asked me, it was really cool, you know, and then that, that movie itself, I mean, it, it it's one of my favorite films. I have the cosplay for it, you know? Yeah. Um, not many people cosplay as Matt Cordell, which is yeah. why, you know, I was like, well, fuck, you know, everybody does Jason. I love doing Jason, but I want to do something that really nobody else does, you know? And and I've been to tons and tons of conventions and I personally have never seen a Matt Cordell. Now I have online, I've seen pictures, but I personally have never seen another Matt Cordell So when, you know, the guys asked me to to host, I was like, Yeah, fuck it, let's do it. You know, like I could talk about this shit all day, you know. Hell yeah. One of my favorite films.
4: So I I remember TJ was like, We're doing Maniac Cop two next week. Are you wet yet? And I'm like, Hell yes, I'm wet. That's an amazing (laughs) film. And then he goes, You're gonna love the dude that's gonna be our special guest. And I'm like, Oh, cool, awesome. And then he sends me a photo of Scuba on the toilet. On the fucking toilet, yeah. <laughs> as matt cordell and i'm like i'm fucking sold. so
3: right tj messaged me and he's like hey buddy i'm like what he's like i need you to do me a favor i was like okay he's like i need you to write goran moore episode 94 on a piece of paper dress up as matt cordell put a cigarette in your mouth and sit on the toilet and i'm like dude i don't smoke cigarettes and i have i quit smoking in september if i put a cigarette in my mouth it's over man and he was like figure something out so i just set the timer on my fucking phone and took the picture and i was like god damn it this is fucking ridiculous, but it worked man and it, it was a good episode and it was you know um i guess chad had something he was doing so i really didn't get to talk to chad much except for when he was you know because he was in the, the group chat um yep. mm-hmm but uh that 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 was my first interaction with bobby and my first interaction uh with johnny and it it went good i mean i think it went good i uh i would love to do another episode you know with Uh with the guys as well you know it's an honor to be here doing this one you know and um but it's like i said guys like it's just it's a family know what i mean and, and once you're once you're in it just you're golden you know yeah so that's our uh, that's our gore and war timeline which took us a really
4: long
1: time to finish
4: but can we I got to quickly out. throw something in can i just quickly What's throw something up? in yeah go yes. for it man tyler i want to hear yes. you go on a massive tangent about frailty
2: oh fuck yeah
4: Oh I
0: fucking loved it. I
4: think it was bullshit the you
0: know, <laughs> <laughs> perfect movie, but I, I do understand how they it's not horror to them. It's yeah. more along the lines of a thriller, you know, mystery. To me, I, I oh that was one of my fucking favorite Joe Packs movies. <laughs> I fucking that movie.
4: Oh fucking amazing film that one. yeah, uh, yeah I, I was like yeah, I love the reactions um, of Johnny being like, "Fucking wow!" He give it like a fucking five. Holy fuck! It's like, <laughs> just their reactions, and I was like, "Yeah, it's like no shit." Me and Tyler are massive fans of this film.
2: Yeah, so, I'd probably do four point five.
4: Yeah, yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah.
4: It's a great film. Cool. Oh.
2: All right, so a lot of this we um, touched on during the timeline thing but um, anyone have any stories about what what brought you to Go In War like how you discovered it?
4: Um, Yeah well with me um, being a part of the Hearts of Darkness campaign um, and being an associate producer TJ um, got in contact with me and we got talking about different things and who he was and who I was and he'd seen some of my uh, videos of me playing guitar and that. He's like, dude, I've got, like, I don't know, we just hit it off straight away pretty much. Um, we like, like the same things, have the same sense of humour, all that sort of stuff. But in having said that, he's like, I'm doing a new episode, uh, a new podcast, do you want to do the music for it? And I'm like, really, you want me to fucking do it? I'm pretty sure you know hundreds of people that will do it. And he's like, yeah, no, I want you to do it. So me collaborating with him on that, it grew a tighter friendship between us two and we also got talking about goremore. And he's like, yeah, I host this as well. And that's what led me to listening to pumpkin head the very first episode. And yeah, ever since then hit it off, my big happy family a scuba, uh scuba set, and yeah, it's pretty much history. It's awesome. great. It's been awesome.
3: And for me, like I said, I, I met the guys, or I met TJ in in Blairstown. And just cool as shit, you know what I mean and then added him on Facebook and just followed what what he was doing the the work that he was doing, and now I'm here,
1: yep
2: so i <clears throat> um I just somehow got lucky and found it somehow somewhere posted on Facebook. I think it must have been the monster mania group, so i've I've never been into like social media, like and all these groups and all this kind of stuff. I just started getting into it um, probably three months or so. I had just started opening myself up to that whole world and I managed to find Gornmore. like the gods just wanted me to find it. So uh, it was amazing. So I listened to it for the first time in my car driving to Richmond for Thanksgiving. And that's when I tried to listen to the town that dreaded sundown and thank God when I was driving back from Richmond, I was like, let me pick a different one, like something like the crow or Halloween or, or something. And I listened to that on the way back from Richmond. And that's when I was like, okay, this is good. Cause the first one would, did, did not hook me in.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, um, yeah. I
0: was, you know, like I said, uh, I was looking for for something, and I just literally stumbled across this gore and more. What the hell is is this? And I I started listening to it. I think they only had three or four episodes at the time. Yep. And I just, you know, it was literally what we talked about earlier, that that first step, from which I really enjoyed the first one, but I could tell, you know, they they were a little wet behind the ears. You know, they were trying to find their spot. But from that first one to the second one, there was such a big, big change. Yeah. So, and I was just hooked. And then sometime later I was like, oh my God, shit. You know, I found him on Facebook and oh shit, this is the the main guy, TJ Bowser. Well, maybe look, I'll send him a friend request and he friended me right away. And I actually talked to him like, oh my fucking God, like this is fucking awesome. Yeah, All right. Let's see.
2: Were you saying something, Bertie? Okay. All right. So I feel like we've kind of as we've gone through this, pretty much touched on people's like favorite episode, worst episode, you know, movies that Gore and War exposed you to. You know,
3: it's it's kind of like with talking through the timeline, we literally did everything that we had fucking set up in the questions. Not everything. <laughs> Mostly everything. We did a lot. We did a lot.
1: Um, so
2: um Tyler, do you have a favorite slice of life story?
0: Oh man. Uh I'm just playing with my toys. <laughs> <laughs> That to me was the best place of life story ever because I can just picture TJ talk yelling at some random ass guy in his car that's asking if he's okay. Oh, I'm just playing with my toys. I'm just with my toys. He
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> just set it up perfect for me.
2: So I think one of my favorites was um, was Bobby. So this was I think it was it was it during Christmas time. I think it was actually the Santa Slay episode, which makes it that much more poignant for me um so he had gone to a christmas party at his family's house and he's, he said he shows up there and, and and his uh his buddy had been there for 15 minutes and he was already piss-ass drunk he's like dude what the hell so they, so they had this huge punch bowl of something called jingle juice nice i got i got bobby i was bugging him for like two months i was like get the recipe from your uncle we're gonna make it at monster mania and so we were gonna make it at monster mania but then covid happened but (laughs) Uh so yeah so that's mine
3: very nice very nice
2: um oh anyone remember any um computer glitches technical glitches or Stroke out moments that were particularly hilarious.
4: Chocolate rain, chocolate was rain. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Absolutely, like, oh, that's perfect.
0: Yes, yeah. I agree.
2: mhm Um. Oh, my favorite sponsor advertisement is obviously masks by Lance.
1: Masks by Lance. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: the, it,
2: was down here in Tennessee.
1: They, when they
3: played it, I was like, "What the fuck
0: did I just walk into? What the, what
1: the hell's going on?"
0: <laughs> For the longest time, too, all the all the boys they couldn't help but fucking laugh uh-huh. when that started. Out.
4: <laughs> oh, it's the best like little And
1: Lance, if you
4: are if you're watching and listening, mate, your raffles are rigged. I'm just letting you know. Oh God. Damn. We love you, brother. We love you
2: Okay. Um
3: so. Are we doing number 13?
2: oh yeah, I think we're doing number
3: thirteen. <laughs> oh, I have been waiting for this one, but I'm not going
0: first. Oh, I haven't even. I'll, I'll do it. To at that. I'll do it. I don't give a shit. Okay, so fuck Mary, kill or chain in the basement, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, fuck Bobby. He, you know, he's good looking. <laughs> Mary. Yeah. Johnny D, because, come on, he looks like a great cuddler. (laughs) Kill TJ because he's just too perfect. Somebody else has got to take the platform. And then we'll chain chat up in the basement to play video games.
2: Oh, you stole that from me! (laughs) (laughs) Next. Uh, Well, I'll go next, um, since he stole one of mine. Let's see. um, So, fuck, uh, I'm going to go with Johnny, because... He's just a big teddy bear and I think he'd be a very good lover. Hey! (laughs) Um, Mm. Mary, I'm going to go with Bobby because he's like the Terminator and Jason and he's Hoss and I think he can protect me from any upcoming apocalypse other than COVID. (laughs) (laughs) I'm
1: maybe COVID
2: too. Murder, uh, gotta be TJ. Uh, Damn. (laughs)
1: <laughs> that's two. two that is two <laughs> two for Tuesday <twos. laughs> damn
2: because my chain up in the basement like Tyler heard me say this before he stole it. It's, I want Chad chained up in my basement so we can just play video games and watch horror movies for the rest of our lives <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey there's no wrong with being in agreement here come on now uh, I think
4: you should go next scuba go I'm still trying up. to All figure right. mine out yeah.
3: All right, so I'm going to have to go with fucking TJ only because his beard reminds me of 70s Bush and God damn it, I love 70s Bush.
1: (laughs) All right.
3: (laughs) I'm going to marry Johnny because Johnny looks like he could cook some good fucking food, man. Yeah. And he looks like a great cuddler. What's up?
1: Yeah. I'm going to
3: have to murder Chad. (gasps) Let me tell you why I have to murder Chad. I have to murder Chad. Because he did not agree with my rating of Maniac Cop 2. So, Chad. Was it, what was your rating?
1: Were you a five? I gave
3: it a five. I fucking love that movie. <laughs> I, don't care if I'm, I don't care if I'm wrong or not. Chad's dead. He's dead. murdering <laughs> Chad. And then I'm going to chain up Bobby in the basement because I will put him in his Jason Voorhees cosplay and chain him by his neck. And look at that. i got Jason chained in my basement. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Marx. right, right hey. <laughs> I'm this is coming off the top of my head because honestly I did I just looked at the question and I anyways I'd probably right fuck Bobby because he is the Italian stallion <laughs> I'd probably marry big Johnny B because he's a big man bear for that 11 um murder Chad for the same reason as scuba he doesn't agree with the films that I like, so <laughs> Chad, I'm very sorry, mate. You're iced the fuck out. And I would chain up Mr. Bowser because me and him could sit in a fucking basement, smoke cones, drink piss, and watch bulk horror movies for the rest of our days. Bravo. Bravo. DKB. DKB. Bravo. Bravo. Right, do that again. Who, who said the mate? Not me. Mate. Someone, someone mate. say mate. 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 Scoob has actually got it down pat. I like it. Mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, solid.
3: All right. I
2: think I just have uh, three quick little trivia questions. Does anyone? Does anyone remember this? What film? Did Chad describe as a cross between The Last House on the Left and Batman?
1: What the fuck? Oh shit. I have no idea.
2: All right. Man, well, it yeah. was it, it was The Crow.
1: Oh, oh. A oh yeah. yeah. Up, bitch.
3: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: God,
3: See that? That's
1: why you're dying. <laughs>
3: Um,
2: who did Johnny say it was Ron Jeremy's stunt double?
0: Oh fuck. Um yeah, I just listened to that here a couple of weeks ago too. Fuck God.
1: Do, 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 do. <laughs> oh shit.
2: Maniac.
0: Oh yeah, but what this. Huh? Yeah, but what was his name though? I can't believe his name.
3: Oh, I don't know.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> God damn it. We
3: talked about him in the damn uh, Maniac Cop episode. I don't remember his name.
2: Uh. Okay. And I, so I've just gone back and been listening to a lot of the old ones that I missed before. And so when I, when this happened, I just was like, oh my God, I just started laughing. What was the first time T.J. said the movie runtime was in midgets instead of minutes?
4: <laughs> <laughs> um, um, hang on.
2: It's pretty early on.
4: Yeah, that was okay. quite a while ago.
2: So it was so hilarious because it was like it was just like a stroke out. Like it was like it was completely accidental and he just started laughing and then and then he started doing it in the future. And, and now it's a thing. And I love it.
4: Yeah, is it the dentist? What? No. Damn it!
2: It's the wraith.
4: Oh, that was really early.
2: Yep.
0: But like you said, though, complete accident. Now it's a thing. It's like a signature.
2: Mm-hmm. All right. So we talked about doing like a rating. You guys had talked about rating the four podcasters. I
3: don't really like that idea. Like, I think it? we. I think we just <laughs> did that with Fuck <laughs> Mary Murder. Right. Basement. Yeah. So, <laughs> we're good and that stands we're gonna keep it
1: like that yes all right
3: so (laughs) if you guys
2: want to start any kind of general discussion about any horror flicks you've seen recently or any cosplays or anything like that i'm gonna pop out for just a minute real quick to get something all righty
3: then yep um i've just been working on on actually uh masks and stuff i had a buddy of mine that was like, hey, can you repaint this Michael Myers mask that I have multiple copies of? He sent me a picture and I was like, "Ah, yeah, I guess. And it kind of looks like a pumpkin type thing. So this is all I've done. This this bad boy right here is what I did.
4: Fuck, that looks awesome. I saw you post that the other day and I was like, god damn, that looks sexy. And what I
3: did, um, I have this black like cloth mask that I wear underneath when I uh, suit up as uh, Ghost Jason. That it's basically like a blackout mask. I told him that if he wanted to wear it, he needed to put one of those on because it looks creepy as shit. Like, and then I have a Pennywise mask that I'm working on. Um Ooh. it's uh, wait, it's, just, a, it's just well, it's just a trick or treat studio mask, but the paint job on it was horrible. Like, yeah, yeah. horrible paint job. So I'm just touching up the paint and cleaning up the lines and stuff and I'm, I'm not a professional mass painter or fucking figure maker or anything i just dabble in the shit but yeah that's all that's all i've been doing i mean and and i finally finally got my uh oh shit,
1: <laughs> oh shit <I> can't hear.
2: <laughs> say something something okay i can hear
1: you
4: all right <laughs> hang on i'll be back one minute sort of
2: all right, so happy birthday, Chadwick, our dark lord of knowledge.
4: Happy birthday.
1: Happy, happy birthday. birthday. Yay.
3: Beautiful. And, and she did ask all of us if we had anything Darth Vader uh-huh. to do this. Yeah. And we, we, we don't. Oh, hold on, hold on. Do it again. Wait, I got this right here. I was going to. Okay, don't you hold on no I didn't bring that I left that at my office but here, here we go happy birthday happy birthday Chad my red lightsaber Whew. okay Ugh. so Tyler what you got going on man other than what we talked about in slice of life earlier any anything interesting?
0: no, things have been kind of kind of slow going here Covid you know it didn't really hit us at first, but now it's starting to come back around. We're starting to see some people in our small town that actually have it now, so mm. it's, it's making its way in so it's unfortunate, son of a bitch what do you do son of a bitch oh shit.
2: what? <laughs> nice yes
0: beautiful look at that
4: face
2: nice
4: can y'all hear me I can't say shit
2: yeah we can hear you you.
3: that is a badass mask my friend if I'd have known we were doing this I would have grabbed one of mine and popped it on
4: feel free to bro I'll be right back
0: (laughs) so will I (laughs)
2: <laughs> Got it. Howdy.
4: I can't say shit <laughs> it's like that scene on uh, Django Unchained I can't see fucking shit in this fucking thing
2: <laughs> oh I know one thing I wanted to wait what was it oh yeah well, I, need it to... I need to say this when Tyler gets back but okay so I'll t- mention something else the Thing and The Fly, the movie you exposed me to, reminded me a little bit of that in terms of the effects. Color Out of oh, Space.
4: What? Oh, it tried Color
2: That's Out of Space, movie. everyone needs to see that. Oh my God, thank you for telling me about that flick.
4: How good is it?
2: Oh, it's so good. Of course you got Nicolas Cage, so you can't go wrong there.
4: That's right, you can't You can't go wrong with oh, Nicolas Cage.
2: But it's so trippy, man! It's, you look so funny in that mask.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to fold my glasses. I can't. I, I can't see shit.
0: Well, you can only have one eye.
2: Oh, nice!
0: Hell <laughs> oh, yeah! Oh, some- All right. <laughs> you look like you might need some stitches. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Jason's combined.
3: So this is <laughs> this is the uh, most recent mask that I got in, and I love it. That's yeah. awesome.
4: So who, who made, did you make that mask, Cuba? No, hell no, Marcio did.
3: For Costume Studios. Nice.
4: Same. So, so Marcio. Huge shout out to Marcio, in one of oh, the yeah. sponsors. Literally one of the fav- one of my favorite
1: masks that I own. Awesome.
2: Oh, Tyler, one um one little comment I wanted to make that I almost forgot because it was um one of the questions that we kind of skipped over because we'd already touched on it. Um favorite movie the podcast exposed you to. So I mean I already mentioned Santa Slay, but one, it actually wasn't part of the podcast. That TJ exposed you and I to, and I'm not sure who else might have seen it. You know, I've ta- I talk to you about this every once in a while. I'm like, damn it, I wanna watch that movie again. Devil's, Devil's Pass. Oh yep. my God. Thank yeah, you, TJ, for sharing that yeah. film with yeah. me.
0: God damn. Yeah, likewise. Yeah, that's what I love about <laughs> TJ. Just the next on the radar that would have gone way under. Yep, he can find him and he. Gotta, gotta love
1: him. Mm-hmm. Love
0: that movie.
2: Have you ever seen yeah. it or heard of it, Steve? I have
3: not, but I plan to watch it.
1: Yeah. Good, good, good.
2: It's very, it's- very disturbing.
0: <laughs> loosely based on a true event in the Is very that the beginning.
4: The Atlof Pass Incident? Yes. 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 Great film underrated mm. yes yes
2: <laughs> we need to have uh have a bobby <laughs> we did have bobby's mom pop in again
4: <laughs> oh that was awesome that <laughs> i forgot to mention that that was one of the fucking funniest things <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. all right well any thoughts on how to wrap this up
1: <laughs> <Cool>.
2: <laughs> Any last comments?
0: No, oh, I think we did a, a really good job. We touched on a lot. I mean, we're all doing like this. I think we did pretty good.
2: All right. Well, once again, happy birthday, Chadwick.
4: Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Chad. Happy die Happy, birth.
0: happy <laughs> day of escaping the womb. Hey guys. Hey guys,
3: are we done? Are we done with this? Is this over?
1: Yeah. Are we cue the exit music? Cue it now. Cue it now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you guys for listening. This is Heather Slasher let Die. See you in stab you later
0: this is your robo fucks t6900 saying keep it bloody Gorehounds."
3: this is scuba fucking steve saying i'll see you guys around
4: and this is your mother licking double ganger kanga banger from down under saying i'll see you motherfucking hellions later all
2: right text
4: TJ. so you two um dig up dig up dinosaurs (laughs)
1: uh yeah 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 you <laughs> <laughs> yo, 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 yo,